0: Coming up on this week's show. If I die, you could literally stick me in the wheelie bin and have me collected on a Wednesday. I'm not bothered, I'm, well, I'm not sure which day it would be because obviously I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, I'm definitely not. I'm, maybe I'm garden waste. I'm definitely not recyclable. So, if you are new to the podcast, every so often Baz has a little moment, and it and it feels, if we're honest, like we're in a virtual nursing home, and Baz has just woken up in the corner. And he's a little bit confused. If you live in London currently and you can't afford to buy a house in the part of London you want to live in, either rent, move out of London, or stop being so fucking picky about the part of London you want to live in. Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of the Mildly Controversial Podcast. Um, I am Mike and I am here, as always, with my self-proclaimed sidekick, Baz. Baz. How are you doing, pal? I'm oh, all right. Thank you very much. Uh, it's one of those ones where uh, I've had a busy
1: week, and uh, and I'm quite pleased to be sitting down to do this because this doesn't seem like work.
0: Exactly, it's not work. I mean, no. you're not getting paid for a start. So, um, so there you go. Um, that's not a surprise to him, by the way. If you're listening to this, it's not a surprise to him. I'm not. I'm not cut off his wages. It's um. It, it just never gets paid for it. You should always do some volunteer work. Exactly. That's. Like, I've told you this before, Baz. I've got this down on my CV as voluntary work with the elderly. So, um, <laughs> it's all good. Um. Yes. So I'm going to start this week by saying that I asked people last week to send us emails, um, for ideas of stuff we could use on this, um, and just give us a bit of you know. Let us know that people are. We know that people are listening because we can see the numbers of downloads and we can see the numbers of listens. But we wanted a bit of interaction. So, um, Baz, here's a little guessing game. How many emails do you think people sent to mildlypodcast at gmail.com over the past oh, week? Blimey! Uh, can
1: I have a? I oh know. Well, I was going to say, can, can I have some kind of range? But um, I might be wildly
0: out. So I'm going to go for
1: a hundred.
0: Okay. Whew. Well. Um, your guess is one hundred more than we actually got. <laughs> not fucking one of you. If you're listening now, not fucking one of you lot has sent me an email just to say hello. I don't even care what it says. Do you know what I mean? Just send us an email to mildlypodcast at gmail.com and we might feature it on a on a show coming up. I'm not gonna i st- I'm not gonna stay in this zone now. I've I've said my piece. I don't wanna sit here in this bitter little hole that I've dug myself into, right? But if you are listening, right, me and Buzz are pretty lonely. So send us an email to mildlypodcast at gmail.com. There you go. And if you, can, yeah, if you can't remember that, then um, go to one of our socials. They're all mildlypod, all of them. Even YouTube is now at mildlypod because they've started doing handles. That's cool, isn't it? Like so that. Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, and YouTube are all at mildlypod. So get along there and send us a message and say hello. Let us know who you are and the way you're listening and how you found us. <laughs> you've got to you know, you've got to take your hat off to me for my enthusiasm. Think that we would get a hundred of them though, Baz. That's ironic because you told me to take my hat off to you. You're wearing a hat and I'm not. That doesn't work. <laughs> Can't take me out to friend, <laughs> Got one on.
1: Oh, well, you don't wear one very often. I wear one all the bloody times
0: So Ah, oh, I was I was good. I was toying with it, but uh, <laughs> to be fair though, last time I wore this jacket, right? It's actually a shacket, yeah, which it's... is a horrendous word, by the way or an horrendous word if you want to be picky um it's yeah but it i mean it's not for outdoors this it's dead thin right it's, oh, a okay. shirt, it, it's a shirt with a sheepskin collar um so it's just kind of a corduroy shirt with a sheepskin collar but yeah um we put one of these out that went pretty viral and i happened to be wearing this and a hat and some boy in, in scotland decided to, to have a go at me for wearing a coat and a hat indoors. I was like, fucking hell, you're not my grandma. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I half expected him to say, you won't feel the benefit when you go out, son. I love the fact that some people on the internet think you give a flying fuck what they think. (laughs) Well, he could have been trying to be mildly controversial. You never know. (laughs) Okay, so on this week's episode, Baz and I are going to come out with more of our mildly controversial opinions. This is basically a license for me and Baz to be the... Grumpy, miserable middle-aged bastards that we are, um, and hopefully it's quite entertaining. So listen to two grumpy middle-aged bastards chuntering away. Baz, my go first on. mildly controversial opinion this week is it's actually a piece of advice. Oh, like there this. you go. go. Right? We're, I don't think we've done this before. This is like a, almost like public service. Right, like this. Go on, then. I've got I've got a piece of advice for people. And I'm talking specifically to people in London. We do get an indication of where our listeners are from, but it only goes to country level, so I don't know how many people I'm going to piss off on this. But anyway, right? If you live in London and you can't afford to get on the property ladder, I have the solution. Either don't live in London or don't get on the property ladder.
1: I mean, it's pretty sound advice, that. Simple as that.
0: And uh, where I'm going with this, Baz, is that for some reason... Um, that look, British people are just fucking obsessed with owning their own home. Yeah. Um, loads of like very, very few countries in, in certainly in Europe um, feel the same way. Um, they don't see it as this big kind of rite of passage and almost like a human right to own your own house.
1: Yeah,
0: and and you see these people are saying like, oh, house prices have gone up so far in London, I can't get on the property ladder. Well, don't then rent. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, People talk like it's a human right to own your own home. I would argue it's not a human right. It's In in a lot of situations, it's fucking stupid. Because we rent at the moment, and that's just because we moved to a new country and we didn't know where we wanted to live, so we're renting. One of our radios broke. You know what I did? Did I search through the internet trying to find a plumber? Did I go and I price things up? Did I try and fix it myself? Did I do all that? Did I fuck? contacted the landlady, it said the radiator's broken, within a day it was fixed, and it cost me nothing, right? There you go, brilliant. But the other thing, Baz, right, is loads of people lose the shit about student fees, yeah? Yeah. About people leaving, like, people in the UK lose the shit about student fees. We've got a number of American listeners, right? They're leaving... University with like 100, 150, 200,000 dollars of debt, right? And everyone's going, Oh, it's terrible. And it was like, You know, it's terrible. I can't believe I've had to get myself into, I've had to saddle myself with so much debt to go through university and get this degree. It's such a bad thing that I've got all this debt hanging over my head, right? Everyone says it's a really, really bad thing. Next thing, Ten years later, they're putting a Facebook status out, celebrating the fact they've just fucking saddled themselves with £300,000 worth of debt. There's no difference. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, congratulations, well done. Everyone's congratulating them on Facebook, saying, oh, well done, brilliant. Oh, you've signed yourself up to a fucking lifetime of debt. It's like, why is that something to celebrate? The last thing I'll say before I'll uh, I'll get your input, Baz, um, is... At the moment, interest rates are going up, right? Everyone's losing the shit about it. Saying, oh, my mortgage is going to cost this much more. This going to, it's going to cost me this much more. And blah blah, 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 right? If you rented your house, and instead of throwing loads of money into the house you live in, you invested it somewhere else, guess what? Interest rates going up a good thing because you're going to get more return on the money that you didn't throw into putting buying your own house they're all very interesting points these are thank you what's your <laughs> what's your feelings Baz? well it's
1: i agree with you it's it's a weird it is a weird thing that in this country particularly more so than many others that we're kind of it's it's almost like yeah you know, like you said, it's a rite of passage it's a thing where you're supposed to buy your own home it's it's the natural progression of your
0: growing up in the world look don't get me wrong buying a house isn't a bad thing property yeah. investment is not a bad thing yeah Buy a house, rent it out, and rent where you live. Yeah, yeah. Because we did that. We 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 um, we, int- we rented a an eight bedroom um, barn conversion, right, with the intention to buy it. They said like you can rent it, and then after a year, you've got first refusal to buy it for one point three million. Yep, yeah, nice. Right? And I was like, all right. So we rented it for a year, and when it turned up, we were like, don't like it as much as we thought. Now. Do you know what I mean, if we'd have paid one point three million, we'd have been stuck with it. And when we said, "Like, well, we don't want to buy it," they went, "All right, well, get out then, because we're going to put it on the market." Like, yeah. All right, then they put it on the market, right? And it took them five years to sell it. Well, you, well, did you rent it? Did you rent it off in the meantime? Are you already gone by then? No, no, Darling kicked us out because they wanted to sell it. I think um, property is a very good investment, yeah. But instead yeah. of throwing like three hundred grand of your own money or, or borrowing three hundred, and that's the thing, it's like. You don't own your house. Nope. People have got own a homeowner. They don't. You don't own the house. The bank owns the house. If you stop paying them back, the money you borrowed to buy the pay the house, it's theirs.
1: I think there's also that weird thing, isn't it? I think it's it's almost like. A, I want to use the word class, but it's not class, but it's almost like that thing of saying, well, look, you know, I'm better than you because I own my own property. Mm. There always seems to be something – we're getting a bit serious now, but there always seems to be that thing, that downgrade, that if, you're, if you rent a property in this country, that, you're, that you can't afford to buy one. Whereas I know lots of people that rent, that can afford to buy one, they just choose not to.
0: Yeah, exactly. Choose to keep me money somewhere else. There's also
1: that thing that, that, that we're, we're gentlemen of a certain age, so we do remember that period in time where if you bought a house – the conversation would go around along the lines of, oh, how much has your property got up this month? And we'd all talk about, oh, yeah, my, my uh, the house which I bought for £12,000 back in 1984 is now worth £700,000.
0: Yeah, see, <laughs> because- I missed out on that. That was, that was, uh, that, that was my parents. Like, that that <laughs> yeah. was them. They, they were like, oh, yeah, I bought this house. bought this house in Hertfordshire for £6,000, and 10 years later, I sold it for a pounds or something. It like, yeah, exactly. Ah, but look, I mean, those days are gone. Uh, yeah. But it is still, look, like I say, investing in property is still a very wise thing to do. Yeah, yeah. just don't fucking live in it. Well, particularly yeah. in London, because the London house prices, London rental is is it's obscene, isn't it? Mm. And admittedly, you do have some people who live in certain parts of London, and the property's gone up because it's become a desirable place, and they can't afford to buy in that place. Right? There are definitely areas of London you can afford to live in. Yeah. Yeah, there are definitely areas of London you can afford to buy a house in, right? You just don't want to. You want to live in an area that's too expensive for you to live in. Yeah. But that's life, that's what happens. Do you know what I mean? In 1983 or whatever, like Dubai was a fucking fishing village. Do you know what I mean? Was like, I a lot there's loads of people that. can't afford to live there anymore. Do you know what I mean? They live somewhere else. It's like like you could if you live in London currently and you can't afford to buy a house in the part of London you want to live in, either rent, move out of London, or stop being so fucking picky about the part of London you want to live in. There you go. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect <laughs> my summary to be that succinct, but that's where I'm finishing, Baz.
1: Well, I think once again, uh, statement or not, I think I agree with you. Good man. Right now, Baz, what have you got for us? Uh, I think buying expensive clothes and stylish clothes for your baby is a pointless exercise.
0: Okay. I'll reserve. I will reserve, um, voicing my judgment. I want you to, uh, I want you to expand and then I'll chirp in. Well, so uh, you and I, both our fathers.
1: We've both seen like babies in that. We both had babies in our lives at some point. Uh, in, in my case, a lot longer ago than you, but, um, It was one of those things is that there seems to be, particularly now, this kind of trend to dress your babies. Like, we're not talking about, like, three or four-year-olds. We're talking about, like, from zero up to two in stylish, trendy clothes. And don't get me wrong, I I think it's funny, but, like, kids grow up so quickly, the moment you put them into a hundred-pound, like bit of clothing they're going to be out grown out of that and it's going to be then wasted unless you then give it away to someone else or, or try and sell it
0: it's just crazy absolutely yeah um i'm going to ramp up the mildly controversial that i think if you pay 100 quid for anything that your young child wears you're a fucking idiot <laughs> they haven't got a clue they haven't <laughs> they, they haven't had the mind poisoned by the world that this jacket with a label on it, is far superior to this jacket that does the same fucking job.
1: Yeah. So ultimately, they both get covered in sick and food, don't they?
0: Absolutely. And I'll tell you, like, I've got an example of what I mean here. So the kid's got no idea what's going on, right? No idea. So I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Um, for, um, for Shay's birthday, right, I think he was just coming up to two. Um, yeah, he was just coming up to two. And I was like, I was saying to Emma, I said, look, he hasn't got a clue. Do you know what I mean? What's the point in getting decent stuff for him? Do you know what I mean? I was like, there's literally no point spending a load of money. He hasn't really got a clue what's going on. I said, so what I did, right, um, this is genius, by the way. And this is, right, I'm going to officially suggest this. This is fucking gold. So get a pen out and write this down, right? If you've got a young child, right, this is brilliant for Christmas. So this is what I did. Um, I went on eBay and I thought I'll just get a box of toys, right? a box of toys. I'll pick some character and buy a load of toys. So it was Bob the Builder, right? So I found this box of Bob the Builder toys, second hand, decent condition. Give them a wash, look new, right? Massive box of maybe twenty different characters from Bob the Builder. Shay didn't have a clue what Bob the Builder was, right? So I bought this in October. Right, yeah. And all of November and all of December, I sat him in front of Bob the Builder, made him watch it over and over again. He came to love it. Christmas comes, I've got this box of shit I bought for twenty quid. <laughs> he thinks it's the best present he's ever had. <laughs> That's you're really welcome, cool. ladies and gentlemen. You're welcome. I've just saved you about hundred and fifty quid this Christmas.
1: <laughs> so, so on on that basis, could you not go and find the first crappy thing on? ebay whether it was a box of socks so it's almost like brainwashing your child into thinking that the thing you've got them is the thing that they wanted
0: all along so you could do that with anything couldn't you 100 percent. but Baz, going back to you odd socks um the, the only drawback of that is that if um if his mates come around for a play date and see okay. that this poor kid's just got a box of fucking socks to play with there's every chance that the parents of said child who's come for a play date might report you to the local authorities. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. Um, we've expanded it from um, "Don't buy your kid designer clothes" to "Don't spend much money on your kid when it's young because it won't fucking appreciate it anyway." <laughs>
1: yeah, if you buy it, something like cheap and nostalgic, so you might as well just go and buy something that you like.
0: Exactly, or brainwash it into liking what you've already bought in October. <laughs> By the time December comes round, Santa's bought them twenty of the best things ever that you just happen to have bought for twenty quid off eBay. Mate, I don't know about you, but this podcast is turning into life hacks. Tell you, I tell you, you're all welcome. If you do decide that that's a really good idea, email us at mildlypodcast at gmail dot com.
1: And even if you don't think it's a good idea, email us at mildlypodcast at gmail dot com.
0: <laughs> just email us and say I'm listening. We know people are listening because we can see the numbers, and they are decent numbers, and we're happy, but, um, but yeah, literally nobody's talking to us.
1: And I'll tell you what will happen. the first person that emails us is going to get a shout out on this podcast, and it'll be set for life on our podcast.
0: Absolutely. So Absolutely. Do it. I might even here's one. The first person to send us an email to mildlypodcast at gmail.com, I'll get your name printed on a T-shirt, and I'll wear a t- I'll wear the T-shirt with your name on it oh, for yeah, one of these for sure. podcasts. Right, my next one, Baz, is if you have ever said the phrase, you take me as I am, you either love me or you hate me, I've got news for you. Everyone hates you because you're a dick. (laughs) Nobody in the history of humanity who is decent banter, good crack, call it what you want, nobody who is a good laugh and people enjoy their company ever needs to say you love me or you hate me and don't get me wrong i think it's a really positive thing a you know, really positive thing in terms of take me as i am i'm not going to change for anyone i have significant value in my self-worth they're all really really positive things so that, uh, that's not the discussion the discussion is if you have to say take me as i am love me or hate me you only say that because there's a lot of people reacting to you being a dick. <laughs> because nobody who's really cool and everybody likes them goes, take me as I am, you either love me or hate me. Because they've never had people say they're a dick.
1: Well, that's kind of like almost going, um, I'm gonna be a dick now, so just please accept the fact that I'm about to be a dick.
0: <laughs> yes. That is. It's a bit like it's a bit like an extension of no offense.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And then they just say something hugely offensive.
1: <laughs> it's kind of weird, is it? Because I, I, I kind of work on the opposite things. Like if you don't like me, then I'll change.
0: <laughs> that's that's because me and you are very needy. <laughs> what it is. It's, it's, and it's one hundred percent fucking true. Isn't I
1: don't, I don't think I've ever said uh, you have to accept me as I am. Not to anybody in the world. Because I'm likely going. Well, if you don't like me, then I'll change. <laughs>
0: Mate, you sound like fucking Lofty off Bob the Builder. <laughs> to be fair, we should be sponsored by Bob the Builder, because I've mentioned him far too much Well, did, on, you this, mentioned... on this podcast.
1: Who, who's the character that's the negative one that we spoke about? On Lofty, a that's body? what I'm, saying. I'm oh, saying.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we face it? I think so. That's like, nobody likes it, Lofty. Sorry, I'll change.
1: I love <laughs> the fact we're probably going to do a Bob the Builder special.
0: <laughs> we need Neil Morrissey on. Not Neil Morrissey. What's his name? Neil Morrissey. You're right
1: bus, yeah no, I was just thinking like so neil is this one make it, Neil is the actor, isn't he but yes. who's but, but is he also the same name as the person who was on young ones
0: no that's Nigel planer
1: Oh, there you go he yeah, okay, who played a
0: character you. called neil there you go <laughs> so la- la- ladies and gentlemen, um, if you are new to the podcast every so often, Baz has a little moment and it and it feels if we're honest like. We're in a virtual nursing home and Baz has just woken up in the corner and he's a little bit confused. So, you, you, so welcome to our podcast. You've just experienced that maybe for the first time. Yeah, and it won't be the last time, trust me. <laughs> you take me as I am. You either love me or you hate me. So if you said that either word for word or something along those lines, chances are you're a dick. Um, take a look at yourself in the mirror. Start making changes, um, and maybe you won't need to say it anymore. <laughs> I'm going to do something quite simple now. Um, I think
1: hoovering is the best household chore by a long way. So I'm not going to lie here. I don't do a lot of household chores. I do the man jobs, which is taking out the bin, and then even then, I don't do that. But the one thing I do 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 around the house is I'll I'll, I'll get the hoover out and I'll hoover because basically we've got one of those cordless ones now and they're brilliant so let's open it up to the uh, to the to the listeners what's your worst and favorite household chore if you do have an opinion on uh, on household chores just send your send an email to moldypodcast at gmail.com and uh, let us know what it is just to make me feel better about hoovering
0: yeah well, bless him uh, so uh, buzz we were saying buzz was very optimistic earlier um And uh, for some reason, he thinks that um, the fact that we asked people to send us an email last week, um, and nobody did. uh, Baz, for some reason, thinks that um, what's your favourite household chore is going to motivate people who didn't email us last week to email us this week. I think Baz is a local radio DJ at heart, and uh, (laughs) that's it.
1: If if our first email into the podcast is about household chores, you're going to be laughing on the other side. I'll eat
0: me course. words. I'll <laughs> eat me words, and I will apologise un- unreservedly. No, no, don't. Just say that you are who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll say, you take me as I am. Right. I can't be to having baths, and I don't understand people who do. My problems with baths, um, firstly, the second you enter it, you're cleaning yourself in your own filth, right? The second thing is, I do like the idea of it, but I just get bored very quickly. So I like the idea of the whole, oh, put some music on, turn the lights off, candles on, nice and relaxed, you know, put some muscle soak in it. In theory, brilliant. Yep. But in practice, it's literally just candles, music, and water that is gradually getting dirty and cold. We've, we've found a much more efficient and uh, hygienic way of cleaning ourselves these days called a shower. Yep. Um, I'm not sure if baths came before showers, but you know, me, you get my point. Yeah. Um, but there is something that I wanted to mention that um, I think is really weird, right? One of my mates I used to work with um, probably about 15 years ago, he used to have a bath every morning before going to work. Who's got time for that? That's just fucking weird, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it
0: is. And it's just he said, "I just love baths." So he prefers a bath to a shower. I, yeah. I don't agree, but but I'm willing to say, yeah, fair enough. Some people do. Yeah. And I get that when he gets up in the morning, um, needs to freshen up in the morning. Get it? I want to clean myself in the morning. I get it. He wakes one morning. I go, <sighs> right. I'm going to put the taps on, I'm going to wait 15 minutes for the bath to fill up, hopefully to the right temperature. Um, and then I'm going to get in and sit there, like, I don't know, fucking rubber ducks and everything. It's like, what the fuck? Who's got that amount of time?
1: Do you know how many <laughs> I mean? times you're getting up in the morning? So the main reason you have a shower, I think, is is for time. This, it's got to be the, the, the mm-hmm. first reason you'd have a shower.
0: And and that you're constantly cleaning yourself with clean water.
1: Well, it also answers the uh, the question about why like plug holes smell because like you know like if you are washing the dirt off your body,
0: it, it, there is a lot of fat in that as well. You just call me fat. No, I <laughs> never not if you that. If you're washing sweat off your body, there's a lot of fat there as well. All right, mate. Not very nice. <laughs> There's more sensitive ways of bringing it up than that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hate to tell you any other way, so I thought I'd slip it in there. (laughs) When when you're working away and you're staying in a hotel, which I've done recently, you generally go back, have a quick shower, get out, and have a eat. I know people that go, oh, I'm just going to go back and have a bath. In a hotel. It's just, that's it. To me, that seems even weirder than having a bath in your own home. If I was away
0: uh, on my own with work, yeah. I mean I never used to and it's happened a lot um over the years and I used to I used to hate like going down to the restaurant on my own or going to the bar on my own or whatever. I would I would either just get a four pack on my way back and just sit in and have a couple of tinnies. Yeah. Um or get room service. Under those circumstances, when you're just filling you know, you're just passing time until you can go to sleep. Yep. Yeah. I get Having a bath in a hotel. I don't remember ever doing it, but I couldn't understand that. But yeah, when you go like, oh, we meet up, yeah, yeah, I might be a bit late because I'm having a fucking bath. <laughs> <laughs> huh? What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> I bet they did have fucking candles. Or oh, maybe they did have candles. They did candles with them when they went away.
0: Maybe, maybe they brought the whole lot. Maybe they brought rose petals and bath bombs and everything.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> as, as you were on the subject of showers, I
1: need to point out the fact that when you used to have to have a cold shower is because everyone else had used the hot water in the boiler and you were left with just the cold shower. Now, cold showers are a thing. You should have a cold shower because it's good for you.
0: I'm going to say it right here, right now. I'd rather not have a shower and smell than have a cold shower. Yeah. Oh, can't deal with them. Not even on a hot day. On a hot day, I mean, it's got, oh, I'd like to cool down. I will have like a tepid shower. Yeah, 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 or all like room temperature or slightly below room. cold showers. Not for me. I'm not having that. Well, they've become a, they've become a kind of like a
1: health lifestyle thing, haven't they? Where cold showers and, and what, and more so that uh, cold baths. You know, like sitting. in... Oh, a, the
0: ice bath thing. The yeah,
1: ice bath thing. Yeah,
0: hmm.
1: but, but it's, it's like 12 degrees and less, isn't it? So uh, yeah, it's just become that thing where like you know. Let's have a cold shower now. What, deliberately? Why the fuck would you have one deliberately?
0: It's fucking horrible. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 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 to be fair, though, the price of uh, the price of gas, loads of people are going to be having cold showers now anyway. <laughs> so you might as well say it's good for you, and then people will be like, oh, I'm doing this, it's good for you. Not because it cost me 45 quid to put the fucking heating on.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, slightly more controversial. I'll be the judge of that. Okay, sorry, yes. You, you judge this one then euthanasia should be made legal so i'm basing this on the fact of some old people i know that have like that are quite ill as well and i think there must be a point in your life where you think Do you know what i've had enough now i'm pretty happy that i've had a life every day is a bit of a pain i would just quite like to go to sleep tonight and then not wake up tomorrow morning but you can't because it's illegal in this country mm. I do know that you can go to certain parts of the world. So I think let's let's say Switzerland, because it's the most famous place. Because my wife often says, like, Baz, when you get to a certain age and you get to a certain kind of life, we're going to Switzerland and I'm coming home. (laughs) You know, the clock's ticking, Baz. Yeah, no, it is. I talk about about Swiss Swiss holidays quite a bit these days.
0: (laughs) What do you think? I agree. Um, And I just think... um... I think to be able to die with dignity, it shouldn't be illegal for you to choose when you've had enough. Yeah, there you go. Do you know what I mean? And I understand it, it's complicated because it's like, you know, when you're bored of granddad, you're just like, fuck, you <laughs> let's just tell him, that, let's just bump him off and say, oh, he said he didn't want to live anymore. Do you know what I mean? I, I get that that's why it's complicated and that's when. But I mean, you're allowed to say, do not resuscitate. So why yeah. have you got to wait for your, your body to kind of give up? But still, you could still live another 10 years. Yeah, yeah. But they go, "Mm, well, we're not going to intervene. It's not much more of a step to just say, do you know what? Just, I'm going to go to sleep now. I've had enough.
1: Yeah, there you go. Potentially as well that, like, you could possibly have a system where you actually administer the
0: lethal dose that you want and you have to press a button and it does it for you. I'd like to think, though, that if I was going to do it, I wouldn't want to kind of lie in a in a hospital bed in Switzerland, you know, and just kind of administer a lethal injection to myself, you know, you know and, and just be surrounded by people who are there and all that kind of stuff. And look, I'm renting a fucking motorbike and I'm firing it off a cliff. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to, and I'm possibly gonna be on fire when I do it. Do you know what I mean? I'm pissing about. I'm I'm all for assisted suicide, but fucking go for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like you would say, it's, dig- it's it's more dignified than uh, like going out,
0: like being a dribbling mess, which is what I am most days. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, there's been a number of times when you've had a few rum and cokes, where Liz has started. Uh, Liz has been on Skyscanner looking up flights to Switzerland, <laughs> one way ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, this one follows on quite nicely, actually, Baz. Ooh, um, my next go. one is: I don't understand people who've got very specific requests and plans for the wrong funeral. Oh, I don't okay. get it. I don't get it because, from my point of view, and I've told them of this, right? From my point of view, she can fucking lob me in a skip when I'm dead. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm not going to know about it. Um, you know, um, for 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 those who haven't guessed, um, I don't believe in the afterlife. Yep. Um. Look, no issue with anybody who does, but I don't I believe, you know, once Mother Nature's rolled you a six, that's it, you're done. Um so I'm, and I'm fine with that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So as far as I'm concerned, I was like, don't waste money on like loads of stuff. And and and, and like I say that there's a lot of people who put it in the will and say, I want this and I want that. And um bless him, my um my late father in law um, was very specific that he wanted to be cremated. Um which in Ireland isn't the easiest of things. Oh, really? Um, No. Talk me through this. Very few people get cremated in Ireland. Everybody gets buried. Oh, okay. So in order to get cremated, we had the funeral here, and then we all had to drive for three hours, uh, three and a half, actually, because we were driving at 50 miles an hour behind a hearse. (laughs) Um, We had to drive for three and a half hours down to a place, Stand there for ten minutes. He he rolls backwards, curtain shuts, and we have to drive three and a half hours back again. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Yeah, and I was like, you know, Emma's brother said that um, God bless him. Jim was um, Jim was very low in maintenance while he was alive, but he fucking made up for it when he died. <laughs> so anyway, look, um, I, I really don't care if I die you could literally stick me in the wheelie bin and have me collected on a Wednesday. I'm not bothered. Well, I'm not sure which day it would be because obviously I'm not sure. I'm definitely not. Maybe I'm garden waste. I'm definitely not recyclable. So um, I I don't know what day it would be. Anyway, that's not the the point. Which bin I go in is not the point. Yeah, but this um, takes special to previous episodes. You'd have to then ask Emma,
1: "Can you put the wrong bit? Can you put the bin out early <laughs> yeah. so other people put their bins out?"
0: No, even funnier. <laughs> just put me in someone else's bin. <laughs> Let them fucking deal with it. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, I don't get it, um, and the reason I don't get it is from my point of view. Right, the funeral is for the people who are surviving. Yeah, do you know what I mean? The fu- it's not for me. So, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Emma doesn't fucking listen to this anyway. But if you are listening, Emma, um, do what you want. Not what I want. Yep. What I want is irrelevant because I'll be dead. I ain't going to know. I, do what you want. I don't care. Do you know what I mean? Fire me out of a fucking cannon. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. You could be as dramatic as that or you could literally lob me over a hedge. I don't care, right? It's not for me. The funeral's for you. If a grand funeral and this, that and the other helps you to cope go for it right if spending loads of money on a really like elaborate funeral nice elaborate coffin all that kind of stuff helps you get over my death go for it it's for you it's not for me i honestly don't care it's i,
1: I say this ever so guardedly i now want to outlive you so i can
0: come to your funeral just to see what emma's gonna do <laughs> mate you can do it you can organize it if you want i don't care <laughs> Honestly, don't care. And, and do you know what? The, the, and I think this illustrates my point in that the funeral is for the people who are surviving, not for yeah. the person who's died. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but it was it was it was all over social media. There was a guy who knew that he was dying, so recorded a message to be pl- and put it in, and put a speaker inside the coffin, and as the coffin's getting lowered, his voice goes. Hello? What are you doing? I'm not dead. Why are you doing... What? Don't bury me. I'm not dead. And he's done that, right? Which I get from his point of view is quite funny. Um, But there's a real awkward kind of uh, laughter coming from people. And, you know, I don't know. His mum might have been there or his kids or something. And I just think that's something for him that is potentially hurting the people he's left behind, which I think is really fucking selfish. Do you know what I mean? And I think what I'm doing, I, I'm not doing this to be awkward, or I'm quite the opposite. I'm doing, my my views are to make it easier for everyone else. That it's like, hopefully people are going to miss me when I'm gone. Right. So whatever on that day makes that day, makes you smile or makes you happy or just takes a little bit of the pain away, do it. Yeah cuz yeah. as far as I'm concerned it don't fucking matter.
1: Yeah. So, here, here's my take on here's my take on the funerals. Um as discussed, I'm quite a needy person. I'd want people at my funeral to cry <laughs> just because I'm dead. I'd want there to be some 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 emotional tunes as as a as they were bringing the coffin into the uh, into the church or wherever I'm going to be laid down, while people talk very nice things about me, that's what I'd want.
0: That won't take long. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what about what about the other hour? <laughs> well, it, it was just sad songs, like <laughs> right, and a, a whole forty nine minutes of like sad songs. <laughs> <It's times. it's laughs>
0: I'll stand up and do a eulogy. It's like uh, I've been asked to stand up and say some nice things about Baz. He's close to Rora, and he was good at transitions. Um, <laughs> God bless. Right.
1: Fire up, fire up the oven. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I've, I've said I've said on more than one occasion of like funerals I've been to recently. That, that was a good funeral, wasn't it? Yeah. So I think I think funerals are moving away from that really sombre. Everyone dressed in black, and let's hope it's raining to make it you know even more sad. I think now. Uh, like funerals become celebrations of people's lives, which is great. And uh, so, yeah, so recently I've been yeah. to one of I'm not bringing this down, but my sister's funeral was bloody brilliant. They had a guy there who was, who was friends with her that read the eulogy and he was wonderful. He just came up mm. with so many good things and it was nice. They had, they had some gospel singers to sing in, you know, in between and stuff like that. And the worst part about that was, Everybody I spoke to afterwards was not it difficult not applauding them because <laughs> they were really good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've got to get that. Uh, but I, yeah, so uh, that would be the only reason i that I'd want to have an input in my funeral was just to make it a good affair for somebody. I'd want you to do the eulogy and rip the piss out of me for like 25 minutes.
0: I'm not saying Buzz is boring, but you know, I've not noticed a drop in his interesting conversation since he died. In fact, he's still on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like Weekend at Bernie's. We're going to prop yeah. you up with some sunglasses on. And I bet your contribution would be just the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. To, to, to be fair, there's only five minutes less of contribution to the podcast from Baz since he died. Just a bit less laughing. That would be what it would be. <laughs> no, no, so
1: that that, that would be my, my only thing would be that, like, if you've, if you've got time, I mean, obviously – if you if you die in a, in circumstances which take you pretty quickly, so you don't have time to discuss it, then yeah, guess like would be down to someone else to sort of pick out your stuff. But yeah, I I would like to have a contribution, like because I'd want people crying at my, at my funeral. I'd want people to go, oh, wasn't he amazing? So if that meant reading out the three things that I'd done in my life that were better than everything else, then I'd have that. I've got to be honest.
0: <laughs> well, Buzz, you know. Um... As we know, every single... It wouldn't be an episode of the Mildly Controversial Podcast without me taking the piss out of how old you are. So, um, you know, look, if, you, if you've if got any specific requests, mate, you better start writing them.
1: Oh, well, I will. I'll, I'll send you an email tomorrow.
0: All right, no problem, mate. <laughs> and do you know what? You'll be dead. You won't fucking know. I'll just tell people that they wanted it. Oh, this is what he would have wanted. Are you sure? You, using his coffin as a surfboard, are you fucking sure that's what he wanted? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what he said. <laughs>
1: also yeah so based on this as well I'm going to have a conversation with Emma tomorrow just discussing all the things that you want at your funeral fine
0: mate (laughs) go for it do whatever
1: you like right I think fines should be scaled according to income because basically it means that like some people can afford to commit crimes because they can afford a fine
0: oh well you know if you've if you've been successful and you've um, (laughs) and you've earned a load of money you should be afforded um, such luxuries as to be able to do what the fuck you want. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean, though? So, say Because most fines are kind of set, aren't they? So speeding fines and things are usually set. Whereas, like, I wouldn't put it past some people to go, fuck it, I'm going to commit a crime because I can afford to pay the fine where other people couldn't. Because it's supposed to be a deterrent, right? So mm. the very fact that, like, like a speed and fine is what, sixty quid or ninety quid. No, it's ninety quid in it for a speed in fine. There's, there's there's a certain number of people in this country who go, fuck it. Ninety quid's fuck all, I'll just go to speed wherever I want to. Whereas other yep. people would like, you know. So it, it doesn't it stops being a deterrent for
0: some people. That's that's my point. Mate, if I could afford a Lamborghini Diablo, I'm paying ninety quid to drive it as fast as I fucking want. That's exactly what it is. Absolutely. I saw on um I saw on TikTok um a guy who I think he drove a um I think he drove a, a Lamborghini and he basically parked on double yellow lines right outside where he was going because it cost him 70 quid. Yeah. He was like, it's all right, 70 quid to park right outside and bang on. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that. see, I don't have a problem with it, fuck it. <laughs> I just think, look. Um I think I, I think to be fair um and to turn this into a, a a debate yeah Um to be fair i think you've got the flip side of it Go that on. if if somebody has got a low income and therefore the fine is low there's not much of a deterrent for them either oh no but i meant scaling upwards rather than downwards so
1: if the fine is 70 90 pound for speeding if you can afford, you know if your 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 scale of earnings that you you're a millionaire it should go up to that fine should be 900 quid or something that's you know less you know that, that means more to you that's what I'm saying whereas me I'm trying to drive you know to to the speed limit because I don't want to pay 90 pounds of speeding because you
0: know. I think I think points is more of a deterrent with speeding I think points is more of a deterrent than the uh, the fine the ability to pay
1: should should be the deterrent. So like, you know, if you've got like thousands of pounds in the bank and you can afford to pay ninety pounds every time that you you do something wrong, then it's less of a deterrent for you, the Ergo, then you can go commit crime that has a fine as a as a as a deterrent. Well I guess if it was done on, on a percentage of and you had to prove what you earned, it would be more of a deterrent, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Do you know Because
1: yeah. I mean? percentages are, yeah, they work, don't they? I mean, I'm not a mathematician, but like, you know... like
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're not a mathematician, but percentages work. Yeah, yeah. Can I quote you on that, Baz? That's, oh. that's, they, they do, they do, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out to me. Oh, <laughs> right. do you know
1: what? Tomorrow I'll become a mathematician because you've just told me that I understand percentages.
0: <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you take nothing else away... From tonight's podcast, um, then please take away that percentages work.
1: <laughs> I think it's probably about this time that we should suggest that people, you know, maybe email their, their thoughts on our controversial <laughs> opinions right now.
0: Email your favourite percentage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine's
1: 10 because it's easy to work out, <laughs> mine's 33
0: because it's curly. <laughs>
1: Actually, the best one's got to be a hundred percent, isn't it? Because that's
0: literally Not hundred oh. and ten. Uh, and <laughs> footballers, footballers' favourite percentage is definitely hundred and ten percent, because that's how much effort they put in. <laughs> or at least that's what they say in a post-match interview. Yeah.
1: So if you've got a favourite percentage, please email <laughs> it into the Mardi Podcast at, at gmail com. Because mine's ten percent. Mike's Mike's a hundred and ten. Like you did all oh, thirty-three, sorry.
0: So yeah, email in
1: your, email in your like, favorite
0: percentages. I really, really hope that somebody bothers their ass to email us and lets us know what their favourite percentage is because we're so fucking desperate for even just one email.
1: <laughs> I I'm gonna spend my whole week just doing literally that thing on
0: on socials now. Please email us. <laughs> that feels like a good time um to end this episode of the uh, the Mildly Controversial podcast. <laughs> I don't think we can get any better than what's your favourite percentage. Buzz, we've got nothing else in the locker that beats what's your favourite percentage. So, so we're going to have to end it there. It's, it's going to be the only time I've not just set up a punchline. I've literally become <laughs> it. <laughs> so anyway, um, irrespective oh. of what your favourite percentage is, email us, uh, message us, and uh, get involved. Um, if you've got any mildly controversial opinions um, that you think we should discuss, or you would like us to discuss, send them in as well. We'll give you a shout-out, and we will discuss your opinions. So that's it for this week. Um, thanks again, Baz, uh, forever, as always, for uh, <laughs> for making me laugh. Um, sometimes at your own expense. Yeah. And- <laughs> mainly at your expense Um, so if you've enjoyed me poking fun at an old man please join us next time we're on and uh, we'll see you again next time (laughs) thanks very much (laughs) see ya Mike yeah
1: do you think anyone's still listening
0: I don't know probably not if they are where can they find us thanks for asking Baz that's a great question They can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MildlyPod. Or, if they want to get hold of us, they can email us at mildlypodcast at gmail.com. Or they can go to the website, which is daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast.